Welcome everyone to Voice of the Valley here in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm your host Dave Bell, 428-9494 is the phone number, 928-428-9494. Happy Tuesday everybody, hope you're having a good day. I am supposed to rain today, I love, I'll take it. We will, we, I got I got a ex-farmer in here. I don't think you've ever said no to rain, have you? No, all depends when though. I didn't like it. But, oh, that's right. Yeah, because cotton. Yeah, has a. Has but a, you can't pick and choose when you get gifts from God. That's it. <laughs> John Howard, Graham County Supervisor, is here. Uh, full disclosure: We also serve on the Safford Downtown Association board together. Yep. Um, he is my vice president. My <laughs> vice president. I say that with pride. You are my vice president. <laughs> Um, and we were talking right before we went on the air. Great meeting last time. Yes, and yes. I, I am, I've always enjoyed that organization being part of it, but I came out of that last meeting just energized and, and I'm excited about the future of Safford business. I am too. I, I think our discussions was very positive directions, new thoughts, uh, just a lot of energy. I, I was excited as well. I think you're going to see it a whole different downtown association working and striding forward. Um, as See, you straddle that, that line, business uh, person with Genevieve's, with your wife, Jenny Howard, and elected official. Yep. Uh, tell me your thoughts. I, I'm seeing a, a significant emphasis, not just on economic development, mm-hmm. because it's, it's always a push, yep. but on supporting businesses Safford really is has gone out of its way to say how do we help business yeah I think so I, I the city of Safford is phenomenal it, it, it you've seen it in our events for the downtown association they've stepped up and they've been there for us ideas uh, the people we're working with they support us uh, everything in our business uh, Genevieve's of course they're always there always willing to help uh, make things easy just supportive. I, I think the community in the whole, David, is just is supporting each other in all of our efforts. So it's looking up. It's very, very much looking up. And we were at we were both at the Thatcher Town Council meeting last night yep. where they were talking about. Um, I had to ask Heath. The official name is the Thatcher Commercial Park. I believe is the yeah, name for it. I can't remember what they. But it's Red Lamp. Yes, yeah, Red Lamp. <laughs> and everybody still refers to that as Red Lamp. <laughs> Everyone knows where that's at. Yeah, yeah, and and they're excited because the new credit union mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. champing at the bit. They want to get going, and they're. I talked to Heath afterwards. He said there's been multiple inquiries. Yes. He goes. They still have to go out for another request for proposal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not quite ready to do that yet. He explained right. he right. wants to make sure businesses are actually ready to go. Mm-hmm when they go out for the RFPs, but it, it looks positive in Thatcher. Yeah, exciting. That's exciting development. I, I'm very excited to see that go uh, uh, forward. I have conversations with my wife on that. Of course, she's on the city council, and they're excited. Uh, they're, it's, it's been a long time in, in making, and it will be quite an added luxury for the citizens of Thatcher and the community. It, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I and and more business in Thatcher is good for Safford. It's good yep. for Pima. Yep. Um, Pima, of course, 
still has a lot of groundwork to do, it seems. Yeah, yeah they're coming, though. There, there's some exciting projects coming yeah. in Pima. I, I attend all their, well, I try to attend all their council meetings and stay in the know, but there's exciting things coming down. I'm not at liberty, really, to say what they are at this time, but, uh, yeah, things are coming together in Pima. So our community as a whole, as economic, we're in great shape. Sales taxes uh, is up, not as high as they were last year, but still very very good shape with sales tax and helping us out here so yeah so it's uh, well we've got we've got good leaders i was teasing your wife last night to our meeting <laughs> yeah. uh she's a vice mayor for thatcher and uh i said that's really unusual for them yeah because they're an efficient council yeah but I, I, I didn't think they wasted any time no. It just was one of those meetings that goes long. There was long. There was that ceremony, little ceremony that was was absolutely phenomenal. But yeah, it did go long. But Thatcher does a great job. They yeah. do a great job. Their council uh, and good managers. We right. are we are blessed with four good managers we here are. in Graham County. We are. We are very blessed with the way our our government's run in this in this little community. Uh, what I like most of it is, is we work together. That's the key. We've I've seen a. a a phenomenal change in working together and, and communication with each other. It's, it's just been phenomenal. I love to see it. So I had reached out to you to come on the show. Uh, I was hoping for last Monday because I had a cancellation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you explained, no, no, no. I'm <laughs> doing what a good elected official does. I'm going to talk to my congressman yep, and, yep. and lobby for us here. Yep. Um, so you were in Tucson yep. with, with Juan Siscomani. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but you had also announced that you were going to seek re-election. Yes. Uh, when can you start gathering signatures? You can do it now. Once you okay. once you de- declare that you're running, you can start after the your first signatures. of the year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I wanted you to come on, talk a little bit about your first term, how it felt, mm-hmm. what what accomplishments uh, you had that you're really proud of. You know, I'm just proud to be elected. Was was my biggest accomplishment is to get elected and have the opportunity to serve the people. And I made some promises to myself if I became if I did win the election. And one of them was communication with my constituents. And I really feel, David, over the last three years, I have put myself out there and, I, and I've I've made a pact to myself. Any phone call I get, whether I answer it direct or or I have to call back, I've answered it. I've I've addressed my constituents, and it's it's really funny. Before you get elected, you have these these uh, dreams how you're going to change things, but you get in that seat and you learn real quick that you follow legislation guidance from the state. And there's only certain things you can do, but you certainly can be a voice. And I feel like that uh, in my term so far that I've reached out to constituents in the outlying areas that have sort of been ignored. I'm not saying they were ignored, but they were silent. But I, I've actually communicated with the p- folks across the mountain, Fort Thomas folks, uh, and, and, and built relationships with them. I, I'm really proud of that. Uh, we the, the, the Fort Thomas Bridge, of course, has been out for years and years and years. And as uh, soon as I sat in my seat, we, we had that conversation of what we could do. And they had plans to go forward, but it's very expensive. But we went a different route, and we now have a Fort Thomas Bridge, finally, as of about two weeks ago, that uh, the citizens of the of valley can cross that. And it, that's just—it's it, funny. I do a lot of work down at, at, at the state level, of course, that's not seen— and that's mostly building relationships with our legislators and, and, and bills, issues on bills. And, but people don't see that. It, 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 to me, local government, people like 
their roads. They like their trash picked up. They like, you know, uh, planning and zoning issues. That's what they see and, and, and that's what they hear. But there's so much more to this job than just that. You talk about building relationships. I, I think we both have good relationships with Gail Griffin. Yes. I'm, I'm a big fan of Gail. Yes. I know. God bless Nick. He's, he's running for state house. I like Nick, too. Sure, sure. Nick's a Democrat. Gail's a Republican. Sure. Uh, I don't know Ruben. I know you do, mm-hmm. uh, our other member of the state house. Mm-hmm. And we both know Gowan. Yes. Mm-hmm. But and re- Lupe. And Lupe. Yeah. Oh, I said Ruben. Yeah, Lupe yeah, yeah. Diaz, not not Ruben. Excuse me. Um, I don't know him, so I I yes. can't speak to him. Um, but the reality is, as much as we may, we either one of us can pick up the phone and get Gail. We could get David anytime. Yes. Not, if they're not in session. Yes. But the reality is, our state legislature is barely a Republican majority in both houses. One and one. Um. The truth is you got to go across the aisle to get something done. Yes. Now, no secret, you're a Republican. Right. Um, are you building those relationships on the other side of the aisle as well? Yes, we're definitely trying. Uh, as you know, my fellow supervisor, Paul David, he's a Democrat, and we've put him in a position where he has a pretty good voice down at the state. He already knows a lot of folks on the Democratic Party, and he does a great job reaching across for us and filling us in. And myself, I have no problem reaching across. Right now, the state is at such a stalemate fighting with each other. It's ridiculous. We're not getting anything done. Budget season's coming up. They're, they're holding things hostage, both parties, to each other. It, it's, it's, I hope we can move forward and get a good budget done and, and, and get the state back rolling like it needs to be. Is there any chance, because every, every municipality has something that it, it needs, whether it's Graham County, City of Safford, doesn't matter. Um, that's not high on the priority list for the legislature. No. Right now, the priority list is things I can put on a campaign poster. Right. Then, theoretically, the budget. Right. It should be the opposite, obviously. Right. Is there any way to sneak in those things that that Graham County might need that aren't necessarily money, mm-hmm. you know, like like authority to do something? I'm not saying that you have anything like that, but but when they're fighting over these these high ideals, you know, abortion is obviously on everybody's right. mind, right? And you've got two sides that that have staked out ground and they do not want to give in on that. Mm-hmm. Is it possible to sneak in? Hey, we need a little bit more, you know, home rule or that sort of thing. And and maybe have the legislature go, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. But but this is the other issue we want to pay attention. You know, right now, things like you're talking about is very, they have a keen eye on it all. Uh, at wants and needs and things like that. I think, I think our problem moving forward, David, is that the, the state is in dire need and I, and I don't want to really get into a lot of the state stuff because right. it's early that's why i'm thinking uh, just for for our needs exactly you know, can we sneak something I, in? I think it's going to be very difficult for the fact that we're already getting clawbacks on projects and you said no money but projects like our uh for instance a south of town on 191 that project is all already in the making already been 
awarded contract and whatever, they may claw that back. I found that out yesterday. Our project from Armory Road to Highway 70, they're going to claw that back. That's on the clawback list. Our project from Ray Lane down the middle of Thatcher all the way to Safford, that could possibly be clawed back. And all this money, it's because of the shortfall of, of the, of the uh, uh, state budget. There's, there's this year alone they said, I believe it's 949 million shortfall this right. year. So it's very scary. These projects are all being jerked. But I did see this morning where the uh, I-10 corridor is going uh, is going moving forward. Yeah, so some Fed money came some in. Some Fed money you, yeah. on that. Uh, Juan Siscomani was involved in yep. that. But the Fed money. So I, I'm very, very leery this budget year. The county, we're in great shape, probably one of the best been the best shape we've been in a long time but we have to be very conservative and watch what we do uh i have fears that uh uh are not fears i i want to keep helping our employees out where we can stay competitive and keeping good employees at the county that scares me on on the budget uh, how we're going to end up there so we want to keep making sure that we can take good care of our employees because a good machine runs on good employees. That's one of my big things that I'm very proud of. I've built some very good relationships with a lot of our employees and, and gave them pats on the back and went and visited with them. So I'm very proud of that on, on my first term. I, I feel like I've, I've really stepped in and built relationships not only at the state but in our county. I've had the opportunity to be visible and i and you know as well as anybody, I'm at a lot of things and events that I can see people and let them know that I'm there for them. And that's the big thing. I, I was thinking about Juan Siscomani, our, our congressman, who introduced legislation to name the Duncan uh, mm-hmm. Post Office mm-hmm. after Sandra Day O'Connor. Right. Grew up mm-hmm. in the region. Correct. Um, that's the kind of thing you can kind of sneak in. It, it, right. It doesn't affect the budget. Right. It doesn't right. hurt anybody. But. While they're fighting over continuing resolutions, right, Juan gets something done for his constituents. Yes, yes. and I was kind of hoping our legislature could kind of do the yeah, same thing, yeah. but I'm not sure. It, it's just it, we're in a stalemate down there. It's a, it's it. That's the best way to say it. It's a stalemate. Everybody's holding leverage against everybody. Yeah, you know. So we just move forward and do the best we can and take care of our own. And as long as I can take care of the people here and and. Uh, take care of their problems their 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 problems to them may be small to others but it's big to each individual and i certainly re, i certainly have that relationship with people that i engage with i engage with people uh i've got to ask you about maybe the most controversial uh part of your first term mm-hmm. uh i have nothing but tremendous respect for you and paul david for the stance you took mm-hmm. i'm talking about when Biacan had yes. proposed mm-hmm purchasing greenhouse down in Bonita sure. to grow uh, medical grade cannabis. Mm-hmm. And now that deal has fallen through yes. and it turns out there's going to be flowers grown there. So I'm assuming yeah. all the neighbors are happy. Yeah, I hope so. Um, but I respected you for coming out and saying, no, I believe in this. It's good business. It's legal business mm-hmm. and it will contribute to our community. I also respected Danny Smith who opposed it. Sure. I respect anybody who, who, takes a principled stand sure um i'm curious did you get a and we agreed you and i agreed on this Mm -hmm. so i was in your corner on this particular issue sure um did you get a tremendous amount of blowback and how has 
your relationships with constituents who disagreed with you been since that time? You know, I was very, very much surprised. I hardly had any blowback. Maybe two or three people uh, that were friends of mine disagreed, but we had the conversation, and I told them why I did what I did, and they understood it very much so, didn't change their opinion. But if I had it to do over again with the reasoning that I did it for, I would do the exact same thing because it was for the good of the people of Graham County. And I know... It, I know that the, the taxes for the schools was very much detrimental for the success of that school, I felt like. And, and the business, the private landowner manners, if, if, if this was a product, was that product that they wanted to grow was just for, uh, it wasn't statewide legal, I probably wouldn't have went for it at all, but it was legal. So my fight with making marijuana legal had no merit. It had no merit. It was already already legal. So I was just trying, in my mind, to do the good of the people of Graham County. Morally, no. I, marijuana, no. Okay, you know I'm on drug coalition, all that. That was a tough, tough decision for me to make. I was put in the middle of, of the drug coalition, the, the, the people of Bonita, which I had, I have a lot of great friends over Bonita, and I explained to them my stance, but I would do it again. I really would do it again for the fa- way the facts were. I, as I said, I agree. Mm-hmm. I, from an economic standpoint, it just made sense. From, sure. from a legal standpoint, it made sense. Mm-hmm. But I also respected Danny Smith's position. Oh, of course. And, and Danny opposed it, and he opposed it because his constituents he represented Bonita at the time, right. who were opposed to it. Right. Again, if you take a stand, I'll always respect that. Sure. I may not agree, Sure. but I'll respect it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just curious, because that really yeah. was the only controversy in your first term. Yeah, I, I, had, I had citizens that I highly respect after, even before I made the decision, I reached out to them and, and asked their feelings. And all of them was on the same pages as I was. I did not have anybody I reached out, and I didn't reach out to people I knew that would agree with me. I reached out to people that I respected and I wanted their opinion. Every single one of them said, hey, I do what you're doing. So it made, made it easier. I can, I'll let people behind the curtain just for this. I know how much research you did. <laughs> you and Paul and, and Danny yep. all did before the first vote ever came about. Absolutely. You you guys all put in a lot of effort to yes. learn. Yes, we did. And and <clears throat> I, that's what I want out of an elected official. I can't vote for you. So, <laughs> so I guess I can endorse you, but I can't vote for you. Um, but that's what I want out of my elected officials are, are the people that put in the work and then take a principled stand. Absolutely. And that's, know, that's who I feel I am, David. I, I, I'm working for the people and I want the best results for the whole body of of the majority of the people is what i'm trying to say i want to help the majority of the people you can't make everyone happy i know that but believe me over my last three years i've had some issues with with things that i couldn't help people go their way and by the end of the day we was in a conversation that they were happy with our decision and understood why i had to do what i did or couldn't do what they wanted me to do so it's just a matter of communication and conversation 
basically. Um, before we go to break, last thing, Substance Abuse Coalition, you're on that board. Mm-hmm. Are you president right now? Uh, you no, were. No, I am the I am the chairman of the House Hope Board, Chair, okay. but the coalition, I'm just a member. Gotcha. Uh, hitting it on all cylinders this year. Yes. What, what a great 2023. Yes. Um, renamed for, for Marge Shade. Yes, House of Hope. Mm-hmm. Then announce plans for a woman's yes. so, a sober living facility. And six months later, it's a reality. Yeah, it's amazing. Holy cow. It's amazing how fast that went. And I, and, I, and I attribute that to the success we had with the House of Hope and convincing our, our judicial system how advantageous it was. They've jumped on board. They have been the big driver of the success of our drug coalition on these programs. We've hit a little hiccup on the, the woman's house. It's just minor. It's a, it's a zoning. We, we need to change a little. Zoning should happen. We should be able to prove it in, in March, I hope, if everything works right, and we can go forward. But we're ready to rock on that. It's amazing. Um, I, was, I forgot who I was talking with. Uh I, I just don't remember, but we, it seems Graham County is, I don't know if we're unusual, but in every community I've lived, we're, the, we're different in that it appears we want to treat illness rather than punish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If somebody's a, a user, is an addict, the first goal is get them help. Now, that, now that's not everybody. You know, if you break the rules, you're going to jail. If you committed a serious crime, you're going to jail. Mm-hmm. But if you got popped for for using mm-hmm. or for possession, Peterson's first response is, let's get you help. Judge Peterson. Yes. His, his first response is, let's get you help, but here are the rules. Right. And we've got the, the sober living. We've got counseling. We've got the uh, recovery angels. Mm-hmm. It really seems like our focus is help not hurt exactly and and you you've been around is are we unusual we are in the communities i've lived we're very unusual our drug coalition our courts are very unusual uh, with the rest of the state uh, with that being said i know a lot of programs in, in like yavapai county's big there's a lot of programs but graham county is a leader our, our kathy grimes is amazing her team you've seen it over the last two years since the house of hope has opened our drug coalition has blown up just things are falling in our laps the the the, the, the woman's carrying uh, house it's just it's just boom here it is the people's on board we've convinced people we're doing good with the drug coalition and its success and it's 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 one of the top in the state it's simple as that i'm very proud of it Four two eight nine four nine four. If you have a question for John Howard, he's Graham County Supervisor. We're going to take a quick break. Back right after this. back to voice of the valley in the horn chrysler dodge jeep ram studios i'm dave bell john howard is here graham county supervisor uh finishing up his first term this year but seeking a second this year do you anticipate any uh competition in i guess it'd be the republican primary yeah i i haven't heard of any yet but you never know it's early yet you you never know uh i just hope that i've uh 
earned the trust of the people and have done a job for them that they, they've recognized. Uh, I, I just, I'm pleased with myself, of the strides I've made. And again, uh, there's a lot of learning to do. I'm still learning, but my, my deal is that I will always just uh, be here for the people of the Gila Valley. I've, I've stayed engaged. Uh, I go to all of the uh, Gila Valley Irrigation District meetings to keep up on our water issues. I engage with the state people about water issues, uh, economic development. I keep on top of that, uh, listening and watching what we're doing here. Uh, just, I, I'm just here to serve the people of Graham County, and I hope I get the opportunity to do it again. County government is significantly different from city or town. Yes. Um, mandated by the Constitution. Mm -hmm. We don't have to have city of Safford. Right. But we do have to have Graham County. Exactly. Um, has there been any talk of consolidation of some services? Um, because counties are mandated, cities aren't. The one thing when I moved here, two things when I moved here, were why do we have four school districts mm -hmm. for Thomas because it serves a native population. I get that. Right. So we have three other school districts, four if you count Solomonville, five, I guess, if you count Klondike, even though there's no school sure. anymore. Sure. Um, I couldn't figure that out, and I couldn't figure out why we had three police departments and a sheriff's office, given our size. Mm -hmm. Geographically, we're not tiny, but population-wise, we are. Mm -hmm. Sean Rickard explained, the superintendent for Pima Schools, explained to me why the districts are separate. Mm -hmm. and, well, he explained why they wouldn't consolidate. Mm -hmm. Now, this may change with the new high school. He said both Safford and Thatcher have debt. Pima at the time doesn't. Mm -hmm. Therefore, and you have to have the vote of everybody in those districts. Mm -hmm. He said Pima will never vote to consolidate because why would Pima residents take on Safford and Thatcher debt. Sure. I said, that made perfect sense to me. Mm -hmm. But law enforcement kind of didn't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Graham County sheriffs cover Pima in the evenings overnights right. because they've got such a small department. Why has there been any talk? And, and I guess, what are your thoughts on a consolidation there? You know, I, I've, I've had that conversation way way back uh, when Joe Brugman was the Safford police chief uh, with him on it and he was not opposed to it it's just uh, I, I see our police departments they work together anyway we have the same dispatch system throughout the county everyone uses the county dispatch system it makes sense to consolidate but when you start that conversation David it's almost like you get darts thrown at thrown at you it's a very delicate subject it's territorial i can I get that. that's exactly right i mean we have to have the sheriff that's state mandated that's that's never going to go away but three de uh, police departments they work together you see pima out on highway 191 you see thatcher on the other side of pima oh if there's they, a call they, they, they help they help yeah. each other anyway i've never really dug into it because i always get shot down real quick when i ask that question but I need to. I need to see the logistics and see what the hiccups is uh, that everybody has. I know it. It's it's a leadership question, uh, and and uh, no chief wants to give up their exactly. position. I get that. I, I I I think I think that's it. It's territorial, just like you said. It's a territorial thing. Same with the schools, territorial and financing. There's a lot a lot of 
hidden things we don't know about consolidating the school districts, the, the legalities and all that. I, I, I think it would be a good thing to consolidate both, but I don't, I can't take the steps and say what I know about it because I don't know that much about it. Anytime I had the conversation, it was shut down immediately. So I, I look at law enforcement specifically because schools, you can still, heck, my, where I grew up, my school district had four high schools. Sure. Yeah. You know, it's, and my rival was literally down the street. Sure. You don't lose those. Right. Right. It, it really is just at the administrative level. Um, with law enforcement, you still have substations. Exactly. So you don't lose your. It's not Pima Police Department, police station. It's Graham County Sheriff's substation, Pima. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but I think in terms of, of elevating many officers' pay, mm-hmm. Pima doesn't pay as much as Safford. Mm-hmm. Um, the Sheriff's Office, I think, doesn't pay as much as Pima. Probably not. I you don't know, know that figure. But And those deputies certainly deserve a raise. Yeah, we, you know? we try. That's what I was talking about. Um, about and budget. if each city town is contributing, maybe that's sure. where the salaries come in. I, I just, I wonder about that. Yeah, I, I have. Mean, Las Vegas does it. Mm-hmm. Clark County Sheriff is the Las Vegas Police Department. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's a conversation that needs to be had, and, and, and some answers need to be uh, answered to myself to, to why yeah. I can't. And, and maybe you're right. Maybe there's there's legalities or, mm-hmm. you know, cost is just, it's not effective. Right, right. I mean, I think, I think, well, I'm, I'm I think bringing it, this up just when Thatcher points a new chief. <laughs> I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking really, it, it, my thinking is it would save money and be able to to give officers a pay raise, like you said, uh, because administrative costs would be down, I think. Again, I don't know these answers. I don't know it's either. Just an opinion. I would think coverage would be better because you'd have more officers mm-hmm. in a given department. Exactly. So now Pima would have three or four right. overnights right. instead of one deputy getting there when he can. Right. And, you know, the same goes, you're mentioning that about our fire districts, our fire departments. I mean, we're growing. We're getting to where it's tough for our fire departments to cover the whole area. I didn't want to go to that one because, <laughs> but I thought the exact same thing with fire departments. It just makes sense to have a countywide fire district. Absolutely. So, John Howard, thank you so much. Got to have you back on because we just, we just scratched the surface. Just got started. Thank all you, right. David, very much. Thank you. And thank you all for listening as well. I appreciate it every single day. I'm out of here for now, but I'll be back tomorrow. Until then, you guys have a great day.